This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Curtis Sliwa is one of the great voices in the history of New York radio. And he sends me a text this weekend. He goes, listen, I was listening to the best of Bernie and Sid over the weekend. And he said, Sid, I have to tell you uh, that I thought the Eric Adams interview was really good, specifically you, the questions you asked, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, thank you. You know, it was uh, we were happy to have Eric on. And and, uh, for the most part, I thought Eric did a decent job. When we did ask him some very difficult questions, even when he had no answer, he danced around it pretty good. And he said he should come in this week and talk more about it. So here he is, uh, the man that uh, got uh, right up to Eric Adams. He won the right side, uh, gave it a valiant effort, should have won. He'd be a much better mayor than Eric Adams, I can promise you that. But again, still a legendary voice here in New York City, the great Curtis Sliwa. Good morning, Curtis. Oh, good morning. And as you know, I'm back on the attack. Came out of the subways this morning, and I said, yeah, yeah, homeless, emotionally disturbed. No cops. Now, None. Why is it that everybody you talk to sees no cops in the subway? The other night on the Cats Roundtable at 5, Ed yeah. Cox, former New York State GOP chairman, yeah. had mentioned that he had been on the 6 train twice that day going back and forth to business meetings. Didn't see any cops. What's happening is people are not having faith in government. Government says we're going to flood the subway system with police. You would think they would be identifiable, easy to spot. I don't see them. I don't know if they're eyeing. I don't know if they're having a a scrum or a cabal, but Mm. they're not there. You know, I have to uh, make a mental note. Again, I take the train every day from uh, Grand Central because I work out at a gym on 41st and uh, 3rd there, courtesy, a New York sports club, down to the ferry on Wall Street. I haven't really been paying attention. Now that I think about it, I don't think I've seen a cop either in the last month. But I'm going to make a mental note to really double-check that every day. What about the Eric Adams conversation? that uh, we had, me and Bernie, with Eric Adams, did you find good? And um, you had to be critical of, of something that happened during that conversation. Well, no, what it was was you could see that nobody was expecting that. It's not like you knew it was coming, you could uh, promote it, it was in advance. It was he came on, you guys were very respectful, uh, He was you were fair with him, he was able to elucidate what his points were, he was able to spin off the ropes, but I'm telling you, Sid, you were relentless. Every time he would do a spin off the ropes, and I know what that's like, because during the campaign, I'd have to do the spin off the ropes. You were relentless. You wouldn't let him. You wouldn't let him just get his point off without uh, posing the counter point of view, which was brilliant. So that as a listener, you felt, yeah, yeah, the mayor had a lot to say, but uh, Sid and Bernie were very fair, very respectful. But they didn't didn't let him get away with anything. No, no, no. I mean, we um, we hit him with the anti-gay bill in Florida. Uh, we hit him with the crime here in New York City. What we did not really bash him over, although I did bring up the fact that he loves uh, Kyrie Irving and, and Aaron Judge, and Bernie followed up with a pretty good question. 
We didn't bash him over the COVID stuff, but here he is again, Curtis Lee, in the news this morning, considering, which means he's going to do it, bringing back mask mandates because six old people on the Upper West Side have a runny nose. Can you explain this to me? Well, look at yesterday. You pointed it out. He was in Staten Island. They were outdoors. It was cold, and they were right near the Kill Van Coley, Arthur Kill. It's even <laughs> colder there. You know, you can see they're freezing their tuchus off. <laughs> And he has his mask on. I know. During the press conference, too. I know. Didn't even take it off. Obviously, he just had uh, COVID. So now, in his mind, and this is this is how he processes things. It's I and me, not us and we. <laughs> I, who have a regimen every day, he exercises. He eats good food, right? He eats. He drinks good beverages. He doesn't abuse his body. I got COVID nineteen. Look at all these people out here with these preconditions. I must save them as the COVID-19 variant now begins to go up. And I say to myself, that's all you needed to see. Not only was he the only one wearing his mask, his N95 mask, through the whole press conference, but when it was his turn to speak, he kept the mask on. That's it. The mask is coming back. <laughs> you should have been able to figure that out. Yeah, I, just, I never uh, saw that before uh, in terms me either, of him. Me either. And I was just ranking on the Upper West Side because I lived there for the better part of four oh. and a half years. And you and I were basically neighbors. And I can't stand the people up there. I just can't stand them. Really, I can't. And uh, you were making the point, and you're right about that. Every block is a COVID tent. And all these old, like you call them, out the cockers, these old Jews standing outside for hours and hours and hours. Is to find out what. Let me what? explain. Let me explain. Okay. The Upper West Side now has the highest rate of COVID 19 in the city. Highest rate. Highest rate. And it's not because they have the highest rate, it's because they get tested like three times a day. Their schnozzes must be sore <laughs> from those swizzle sticks going up there. So this is the typical Upper West Side. And by the way, everybody up there still wears a mask. I, I would tell Bernie, I'd come in the morning, he'd be like, they stop. I go, no, everybody Wait. is still wearing masks. Wait indoors, outdoors, it doesn't matter. It's not one mask. It's two, it's three masks. I know. The shields, they got the shields, they got the hazmat suit. <laughs> They're still wearing the Playtex gloves. I know. Everybody gave them up on the gloves. Not in the Upper West Side. I'll tell you a story that relates to that. My sister, I, to- I talked about this yesterday. My sister, Lizzie, she's on her way to, to uh, Rome to see my nephew, Logan. And she stops at Heathrow Airport in London. And for some reason, my sister's like the worst. She Facebooks everything. So she Facebooks, London is giving us the choice whether or not to wear a mask. So my oldest sister, Alana who is a, a beautiful girl, I love her to death, but she's a moron. And she's a, a helpless liberal, including her husband, my brother-in-law, Harry. I mean, really beyond stupid. They get their information from the, from the New York Post, uh, excuse me, the New York Times and the Washington Post. She puts on Facebook, I suggest you wear a mask. That's my <laughs> sister. She belongs on the Upper West Side. She used to live in New City in Rockland County, but she's got the same mindset. Wear a mask. Why? Is there any science to back that up? Not really. And not only that. Go ahead, knock yourself out. If you want to look like the Sphinx, if you want to look like they're wrapping you, ready to sort of give you a dirt bath, that's fine. Do it. But to the rest of us, Leave we us don't want to wear a mask. So now when I go in the subways, naturally I don't wear a mask. It used to be people would I fornicate you, mad dog you. They'd come up, where's your mask? You should be a role model. Where's your now, about a quarter of the people don't wear a mask. They're mostly younger. The older you are, generally they'll wear a mask. Yeah. But people have had it with the mask, but not in the Upper West Side. No. 
they want to set up a no mask zone. So that if you don't have, you know, it's like West Bank, East Bank. They, you, you shouldn't be able to come in. In fact, some of them were talking because, you know, they've repealed the fact that you have to wear masks on flights. They want it the way it used to be. Remember, no smoking, smoking. Yeah. So if you go onto the plane, if you're not wearing your mask, you you have to come in separately from everybody else, and they and they come keep on. a curtain between you, like on. they used to have with no smoking and smoking on the planes. Sure. No, listen. It's like walking into a restaurant. You must wear your mask. But when you sit down. Two feet later, you can take the mask off. And I hate wearing the mask on the ferry. I've got a 50-minute ride every day. They make me wear the mask. I can't stand it. Let me tell you something. If you, you saw the mayor yesterday in Staten Island, nobody had a mask on. There were Democrats, Republicans. Nobody had a mask on. The mayor had the mask on, and then it was his turn to talk. He kept the mask on talking. You're all going to be wearing masks again. Get the Depends out. This way you have the double protection on your nose and mouth. I think it's also a fait accompli. I agree with you. I think we're going to be wearing masks again because that's what Eric Adams and these people do. I'm not sure why. I mean, I think it's, well, uh, yeah, it's, it's hurting, them. Look, it's hurting at, them. look at Philadelphia. Highest murder rate in the nation now, right? Uh, you need a bulletproof body condom there to survive. <laughs> you know, going to see the cracked Liberty Bell, yeah. Betsy Ross's house. Yeah. Oh, you gotta wear a mask. You gotta wear. I see. Are you out of your mind? What do you mean wear a mask? That's the problem. That's why we have high crime. Also, all these guys get away with having to wear a mask. Right. Okay, this is what bandits did back yeah. in the eighteen eighties. Right now, it's legal and actually encouraged to walk around with a with something on your face that we can't recognize you. Uh, above and beyond the mask issue, which is ridiculous, and Eric Adams should be humiliated. Stop it. Uh, I'm sorry you had to stay home for four or five days, but no one's dying from this. Please leave us alone. Uh, crime in this city has not gotten any better. And no. he ran against you with the promise. I said this a couple of days ago. If Eric Adams ran and said, listen, folks, folks, here's the deal. This city is in such bad shape. There's really nothing I can do. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to bring back some old police tactics. I'm going to add more cops. I'm going to take it more seriously than Bill de Blasio. But the truth is it's so bad, odds are I can't fix it. If he would have done that, I'd be like, hey, what do you want from the guy? But he stood there and said, yeah, I'm going to fix it. From day one. From day one. And it's worse now than under de Blasio. Remember, he does not deserve any benefit of the doubt. Don't tell me. Give him more time. He promised to fix it from day one. Right. Remember, he gets on the train the early morning of January 1st at Kosciusko Street on the J train. Not Kosciusko, Kosciusko Street. (laughs) He looks downstairs. There are three Latinos brawling, remember? I do remember that. He decided, I'm not going down there and getting my Ferragamos dirty and my uh, custom-made suit. He calls 911. They don't respond. He gets on the J train. It's an emotionally disturbed person. It's a homeless person. It's a drunk person. He's trapped in the car like residents are, commuters are. He gets to City Hall for his first meeting. He tells everyone assembled... This is going to stop. Well, it's worse than it was right. on his first day in office. Well, let me ask you this. Let's say that uh, God was better to us yes. and Curtis Slewa actually won. And, and I mean this sincerely. Yeah. You, you would have been a great mayor. You know this city better than anybody, not afraid of crime. Uh, if you would have won, what would you be doing different now than Eric Adams is doing? First off, the cops, you're down in the subway and you put your freaking hat on. Don't go hiding in the in the corners here. You know, they're all John Travolta. They're not wearing their hats. <laughs> right. Why do you get issued a hat so you can be spotted in the middle of a crowd? If you're not wearing your hat, 
especially the size. You know, you, you don't have gigantors in the police department anymore. You have some real shorty shorts. If you don't walk up to them, you never know that they were cops. They're, they're sexting, they're texting on their iPhone, smartphones. No, 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 no. We're taking your phones. We're locking it up in your locker. You got your Motorola radio for your eight-hour shift. When you finish, you go, you go sext and text. You uh, knock yourself out. And you put cops on the moving trains. When's the last time you saw a cop walking up and down a train? I, I can't remember the last time I saw that. Go to the I, Museum of Natural History. <laughs> <laughs> they, may, they may have showcased that on one of the old uh, Redbirds. Uh, to your credit. I've actually seen guardian angels yes. up and down the train, not cops. Guardian angels, we, yes. We, when we patrol, yes. we're going up and down. Because if you don't provide any security on the moving train, how are you going to know if there are any problems? You, people, you don't. people come up to you, they say, there's a guy out there, he's exposing himself. <laughs> okay, we'll deal with him. He's trying to prove to the women in the car that he doesn't suffer from erectile dysfunction, right? I mean, look, the guy's got some serious mental issues. So we tell the guy, hey, put your schlong in your pants, pull right. your pants up, and you're getting off the train the next stop. And they comply. They do. You know, last one, uh, somebody came to me last week after the subway shooter. He was out there. What's his name again? He's not even in the news. No. The biggest crime. Oh, my God. He was diabolical. This is an act of domestic <laughs> terrorism. Today, you don't even mention You don't hear anything about God. Frank James. Uh, like, Bernie, like Bernie said, and he's right. Like the Waukesha guy who drove the yes. car. Uh, Bernie was right about well, that. Well, what do they have in common? Their complexion is their protection. They're if you were a white guy, we'd be... Hearing about it for the next year. No doubt, and that is exactly why the media allowed that story to die, like you said. His name is Frank James. But um, I got a report uh, the next morning that he was uh, arrested, that they found him. And I got that, that it came from you. Yes. Now, what was that all about? Uh, I had heard from some police who said, we think we got him. We think we got him. I said, you sure? When do we sure. think we got him? I mean, the guy is a big, fat, black guy. There's no way. Did they confuse him with somebody else? Remember, he was taking a 30-hour tour around New York City, <laughs> looking like one of the village people, I you know, know, with the construction hat, the orange vest. I mean, he, he, he was he was stuck out like a sore thumb. He said, catch his deli, <laughs> sandwich. I need a little more mustard here. I'm still hungry. I go to the Mickey D's on 6th Street and 1st Avenue. He calls it in. I'm here. Now, you know that I'm one one operator. They didn't believe. Him. Of course, they not. were probably getting right. pranked all day. No, but but there was a cameraman that saw him. I guess uh, moments before that, walking down the street, so it made it easy. And listen again, no one loves the cops more than me and you and Bernard. Uh, but they didn't get him. I mean, Eric Adams is out there taking a victory lap, and so was Kathy Hochul and, and excuse me, uh, uh, Shul, the police commissioner. They didn't get him. No, the guy Zach, called, they called it in. Remember, it was Zach, the Syrian guy, right? <laughs> I see the man. He's there. Same man. Remember, he's all excited. He's twenty one. Years old, he, he's uh, out of Syria five years. He's walking up and down first, time. and all these. Remember, these are DHS, you know, Dem Democratic Socialists of America. They normally want to release people. They're cheering on Zach. Now, when are we going to recognize Zach? Right? When are we bringing him to City Hall with his friends? Because you know him. He's going to be like, remember Andrew Giuliani as a kid? Yeah. He's going to be high-fiving everybody, <laughs> climbing all over the world. It's great to be American. We got him. We got him. He got him.
He got him. We didn't. No, we didn't. And by the way, do you know what today is? What is today? So yesterday I'm down at City Hall. We have, we have like 60 seconds. Right. I'm sorry. With, with Rudy and Andrew. And I yeah. see a lot of police going to one police plus. You know what? Tomorrow is Curtis. Yeah, yeah we day. 420. 420. You know? Yeah. No. No. It's Hitler's birthday. It is Hitler's birthday. You know, yes. white supremacists. They yeah. all act yeah. up. Yeah. I said, stop with this white supremacy oh, thing. Please. Go to Bed Bath & Beyond and check the white <laughs> sheets section. Where are these white supremacists that you're all afraid of? Eric Adams needs additional security. Oh, he's hired his brother right. to protect him from white supremacy. That's right. And then the president, white supremacy, yeah. and the guy yeah. at the border, white yeah. supremacy. Right. Stop it already. Meantime, almost every crime is committed by a black person, and it's committed against a black person, which is unbelievable. Frank James, has, do we hear anything more about it? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the guy? The worst crime in our lifetime. I know. Well, thank God nobody died that. Day. Hey, when can folks hear you again on the station? Oh, remember, I'm doing 12.15 to 1 now oh, during, the, during the week. And today, it's all about 420, the Perfect. legalization of marijuana, both in New York and New Jersey. Yes. A lot of people don't know what the rules and the laws and how it will be sold. I'm going to break it all oh, down. Good, good. My, my wife, Danielle, is actually all over that because she wants to be the one to, to go to the legal part, getting licenses and registration. Oh, I, I She's going to make a ton of money. I thought you meant she was doing puff, puff, pass. <laughs> I know. We don't smoke weed. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I want to make sure of that. <laughs> Thank you, though. Do you? I did. I remember I had medical marijuana. Oh, that's right. I got yes. all shot yeah. up, and then after that. Yeah. By the way, why don't we tell, all take whiz tests here <laughs> and make sure we're not, huh? That's not a bad idea. We got to break. let's get in them little boys' room right now. <laughs> uh, Curtis Sliwa, folks. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.